Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ad Nerdium. I am your host, Patrick Salerno, and on this very special April Fool's edition of Ad Nerdium, I have none other but my wonderful co-host, Will Roach. How you doing, my friend? It's good to be here today, but I'm taking this topic very, very seriously. It's important to me. Yes, yes, probably the, the biggest debate in all of the land and what will be our uh, self-moderated and timed debate on is water wet? The question that is plaguing the minds of everyone everywhere all of the time. So the way this will work is over the course of the next 20 minutes, we will be doing, we will have a series of questions and hypotheticals along with some open form debate. Uh, each of us will get 90 seconds to respond uh, to a given question and 30 seconds to rebuttal or respond to the opposing side's argument. We will start with two-minute introductions and end with two-minute conclusions. Any questions there, Will? You're taking the wrong side of this argument, so I need to test your intelligence. That's, that's quite a blow, but I am all clear with the rules. I'm just hoping you're able to stay to them, Patrick. You know, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a good debate, a good fight. I want a good, clean match, and we'll uh, we'll try our best. I'll see if I can restrain myself. I'm pretty passionate about this. <laughs> so, is water wet? I, as the rightful and soon-to-be-victorious arguer, will uh, be arguing yes. Water is, in fact, and can be wet. Mr. Will Roach, the uh, loser at the end of this, will be arguing no. And as a courteous and grateful future winner, I will allow Will to have his introduction first. I will be timing you, Will. You have up to two minutes on the clock. Thank you very much, Patrick. I want you to think of water. And I want you to think of what you think of when you think of wet. Do you think of water when you think of wet? Or do you think of water in conjunction with another material in which that water is being clung to, in which that water is filling? The crux of my argument today is the definition of wet being something, having the quality of being saturated with water. Water cannot be saturated with itself, therefore, by the definition of wet, it cannot be wet in itself. Are you saturated with human? Is orange juice saturated with orange juice? Is your shoe saturated with shoe? I believe that any rational person would look at all of these and say, no, because it itself is a shoe, it cannot be saturated with a shoe. And for that reason, water is not wet. Thank you very much. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that from Will uh, at only one minute and 30 seconds. Damn. Doing, doing justice Concise to your time. Concise is right. <laughs> Concise is right. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. And then maybe all I need to say is you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> all right. You have your clock for me, my friend? It is ready. Awesome. All right. 
So why is water wet? Water is wet because, well, water is wet. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, you, you made some good points, and you argued quite well. But my argument for why water is wet has two facets to it. The first is when we're talking about an individual thing, and especially water, we're talking about individual water molecules. Individual water molecules that are within and saturated by other molecules of water. A water, any individual water molecule is most likely surrounded by others. Meaning then, under that definition of saturation, then yes, it is a fully absorbed and within other water molecules. Now I'm stretching the definition of saturated a little bit, but I do believe that it is sufficient in this manner. The other portion um, is the simple fact that it is a liquid, and all liquids have that fluid state of wetness. Water is not unique to wetness. If we were on another planet and it was liquid mercury that was running around, you know, you could be a, a being could be saturated or wet with liquid mercury. You stain juice on yourself. Juice is mostly water, by the way. So, um, you know, you could say those juice molecules are saturated. Um, all in all, though, water is wet, and you guys should believe that. Thank you. Similarly concise, but taking a little more time than me with one minute and 46 seconds. Well, that is, that is all right. In this next segment, we will each pose a question to the other, uh, give them 90 seconds to respond, and then uh, have a chance for a 30-second rebuttal. Will, why don't you go first again uh, and pose a question for me? Uh, thank you, Patrick. Wet and dry are a dichotomy. There are many dichotomies in this world, and the thing that makes them a dichotomy is you cannot be both. Wet denotes that something could be, some sort of moisture could be taken from something. Now, Patrick, in, in your sense, uh, what happens when you take away the moisture of water, therefore making it dry? All right, so there's, there is an interesting question right there. Uh, 90 seconds on the clock. So I disagree with the premise that it is, wet and dry is a strict dichotomy. Um, you, ha you can have degrees of saturation. You can have degrees of moisture in the air. So when you say when you take the moisture out of water, well, are you, if you're evaporating water, i.e. taking the moisture out or moving it somewhere else, else, you, you, you can't. I, you can solidify it, and therefore it becomes ice, and at that point, water is, I guess you could say, um, not wet, because, as I mentioned with my second condition, it is not in its liquid phase anymore, um, or you can heat it up, and it becomes steam. Interestingly, the molecule waters in the air, even though they're not necessarily liquid, we count as moisture in the air. It's very wet out. It's muggy out, um, even though those are free-flowing molecules in the air because the air is saturated. So you, you, if you, you cannot remove the moisture from water in the way that you can from other sources of other things that are not in themselves liquid. But 
my conditions are still satisfied because if you freeze water then it's no longer a liquid so it doesn't count and if you evaporate it then it's in the air and it is no longer liquid 30 seconds for your reply i would like to draw to the ear of the listener the contradiction that has just taken place uh one of the points that patrick brought up in his uh in his opening statement was that water is wet because other molecules of water are around it. But then he stated that uh, in its ice form, which is still water molecules, H2O surrounded by other water molecules, it is not wet. So the definition of, of saturated... Um, you're at time. The definition Excuse of saturated is just, uh, just a little hazy right now. You're, you're, you're at time, okay? Well, okay. I I disagree that there was a contradiction, but the viewers are welcome to make their own uh, <laughs> their own determination. And guess who is the winner? Uh, speaking of, uh, if you like this episode, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Is water wet? Um, and let us know who you thought won in the comments. Uh, give Send us a message with your thoughts as well at atnerdiumpod at gmail.com. Leave a comment on our SoundCloud or comment on our Instagram where we are most regular and most active. So, yeah. Right. Back to the debate at hand. Will, you, you, you have argued very well so far. Um... And my, my question will return to the nature of saturation um, when, we, when we're talking about this. And I, I will ask your thoughts on the individual molecules that we're talking about, since water is just a bunch of molecules hanging out, hanging out together. Um, can a molecule be saturated, or not saturated, but uh, yes, sorry, I cannot speak today. It's been a long, lazy weekend. Can <clears throat> if a molecule is surrounded by other molecules and they are touching and interaction uh, and are linked in this in the way that water can be absorbed through or uh, saturating other substances, is that enough for a water molecule to be said to be uh, wet or saturated by the other molecules? Uh. This is an easy question for me, Patrick. That is no. Um, the thing is, it's not the fact that water specifically cannot be saturated with itself. It's the fact that no substance can be saturated with itself. It is the idea of having... Saying that there is something there more than itself, but is also itself, is detaching the two. If we add a drop of water to more water, that is just water. There is no distinguishable capability other than at the molecule at the molecular level between the large body of water and the small and the small drop that was just added. But if you were to add water to a towel, you could obviously see where that towel has made the spot wet in uh, in comparison to the rest, which is obviously dry. If there is water on something, it is wet. Molecules interacting is not water being on itself. It's water collecting together. Collecting things cannot 
have a now have a adjective towards it which is often used for things that are two separate beings connecting you can't have an alliance with yourself you can't uh you can't have a secret with yourself that's not a thing molecules together of the same like are not wet all right i let you go a little over just want to say you gotta you're 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 using up your time a little hey, bit. Hey, at heavy that point, there, the but... moderator should have stopped me. Just saying. <laughs> All right, uh, my thirty-second response. I think that is a fair point, but I think we are getting too caught up with the idea of saturation itself. That wetness can also be defined, and I, I looked this up to be sure. I um, covered or touched with liquid, water, or another. So with that idea, water is a liquid. There are individual molecules, um, and you can easily separate them in ways that uh, make it that they do touch and interact in different ways. So here's two points that I will make really quickly. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> that time. Ooh, uh, the time gets you, doesn't it? It does. It does. But, hey, being a gracious debate partner, I want to hear those points. Let me hear those points. I will cede some of my time to give you those points. <laughs> uh, well, I, I do appreciate that. So with the idea of touch, then, uh, and the two factors that I mentioned, liquid and being touched or together, individual molecules of water are wet by d due to their association with other water molecules. As, a, as just another fun thing, if you have a block of ice, which is water, and you put it in a glass of water, it is therefore now touching liquid water, it itself is not liquid, then can water be wet when it is ice? If you do not agree that it can be wet when it is liquid water on liquid water. I do agree that, uh, that ice, which is dry, and water, which is not wet, uh, because you cannot be wet with yourself, you can have dry ice, but not in the in the sense of the hydrogen gas kind. Um, nitrogen, I believe, sorry, nitrogen. Um, you can have dry ice in the fact of it is so cold that none of the ice has melted. Uh, if any of you have walked on a frozen pond, you can tell me that or have tried to lick a frozen pole, your tongue gets stuck to it. Hmm, that's a pretty dry pole if your tongue's getting stuck to it, especially with the adhesion that ice can have. I would also say that water being on top of ice does make ice wet, just as water being on top of a sweatshirt or on top of a set of pavement makes it wet. The interaction between something that is liquid water and something that is not liquid water creates the identity of wetness for the other being in this relationship. I believe that water is something that water itself cannot be wet because it needs that other part to make something else wet. A teacher cannot be a teacher if they are not teaching anything. Or teaching anyone. Water cannot be wet if it doesn't make anything else wet. 
it, it itself is not wet. Water can make things wet. Okay. I think we'll go into, uh, uh, let's say, three minutes of open dis- discussion, and then we will do our conclusions. Uh, so quickly to respond to that point, by, by agreeing that water, when ice, can be wet, um, there is that natural then relinquishing of the idea that water, which can exist in all three states, cannot Here's the thing, Patrick. be wet. I would, uh, I would that say by you virtue there is a situation where we both agree water agree can that be wet, that ice is i.e. Wet. water is wet. Ice, well, ice in ice is ice dry, is dry because it is a solid. Ice is water. Water is not wet. And since water can exist in the state where we agree it can get wet, then I now well, we now can you're agree. just being flimsy with the definition of water because in some senses you're saying like ice, which is still water, it can be dry. But if but since I said ice plus water can be wet. Ice, when sprinkled with water, can be wet. You went, oh, ice is water. You're being flimsy with the definition of water now. And that's crucial to the central aspect of this debate. I don't think that, uh, I don't think that it being a muggy day makes it, uh, I don't think that steam is wet. Steam only feels wet when it comes into contact with a person or object in which it condenses, and therefore there is that interaction between a liquid water and a non-liquid water, and a non an object which is not liquid water. That relationship is key to the object. So of let me wet. let me interject there. Uh, I think I am not being as eloquent as I can be, and I do apologize for that. The distinction that I am making is we agree that there is a point where ice being a solid state and wetness involving liquid uh, touching something, uh, which, again, doesn't necessarily specify um, the property of wet, that the thing being wet does not have to be a liquid. It's just covered and saturated with water or another liquid. So because of that, I think that liquid water can still count because it is covered with more water. And that any individual molecule can be said to be wet because it is covered. My point with the solid ice was saying that we both, there is a situation where we both agree where that is the case, that the covering of some molecules of water by other molecules of water count as wet. Therefore, it should count in all okay. states. Let me, let, me, uh, let me interact with that argument then. Uh, a bag of dirt. Would you say that the piece of dirt in the middle is covered in dirt, or is it just a piece of the whole of dirt? That is a good question. If I'm to be true to my argument, I'm supposed to say yes, that the, that the piece of dirt in the middle is covered by virtue of being surrounded by dirt. It is a piece of but dirt covered in dirt. But what does your heart say? <laughs> my heart is inclined to think with my mind. You are denying yourself the truth. You know. <laughs> you know it is true. Continue Continue your point. We're a bit over the three allotted um, minutes. This will actually just segue into my final argument then. All right. Then I will give you your two minutes for conclusion. Sorry, With my uh, point of dirt itself 
a piece of dirt in a bag of dirt is not saturated or covered in dirt because it is part of a whole. Therefore, uh, a single water molecule is not covered in water. It is a part of water. Water is a whole, and as it being a liquid, any piece of uh, any piece of itself makes a larger whole. They combine, they can join in, in meeting physically. But that does not make it wet, because nothing about the individual molecule has changed. Uh, when water seeps into a towel, water molecules permeate every, every fiber of that towel. Uh, when water is on skin, the water uh, dissipates across the skin. Uh, unless it stays in droplets, in which case it is just a droplet, which is altogether as one unit. I think if we define water as wet, then we are taking away the communion and the community and the wholeness that is water conjoining together to make larger bodies of water. Everyone says the ocean, not the millions of particles that make up the ocean. But even then, it's the ocean. It is one being which comes together. And saying it is wet robs that of its community. All right. So my conclusion, the problem that we seem to be having here is that of identity, ironically enough, uh, which was the very first episode that we did. Water is not a thinking being. Water is not a community Water has no other motivations or life. It is simply a molecule. To subscribe what we see as a macro-level phenomenon, when it is in actuality just a series of molecules bumping and moving around, is to humanize water in a way that I think is unfair. It when we talk, I don't think we can judge water or dirt or anything else that is not in itself aware of its identity in this way other than the actual components of separation, which would be the individual molecules. At any point, you can take one water molecule or a little bit of water away from that body, and that quote-unquote body remains the same, unchanged it does nothing for this identity um we're looking at it the wrong way water is a molecule the fact that we can only see and interact with it in a macro sense does not change that at its core they are individual molecules that through any outside pressure not on their own can separate at any time and because those individual molecules are bumping and running up against each other and vibrating, they are touching each other and covered by each other. And therefore, they are covered by other molecules of water and therefore wet. Water's not wet. Water's water not wet. wet. Water is, yes. Well, we could argue about this for well, hours. Well, that leads us. Let's, uh, let the fine people go. Yes, yes, yes. I think, well, you argued quite well. I, in my own self-opinion, struggled a little bit in the beginning, but I think I ended strong. Um, All right. 
one thing to note is we will be having a poll up f for in perpetuity uh, in which you can vote. Is water wet? You'll be able to find that on our Instagram and our Twitter. That is awesome. Vote at the poll. Is water wet? Also vote who you think argued better, myself or Will. I'm going to give a round of applause to Will. I think he argued quite well. I have to say that molecule argument was hard to go up against, but it was it was very very well argued. As I said, struggled in the beginning, was a little distracted, not going to lie. Uh but your your fire and passion led me to where we I are. I should have now. known it would have been a good fight against a philosophy major. <laughs> um well, thank you all for watching this episode of Ad Nerdium. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Ad Nerdium Pod. Uh, listen to our latest episodes through the Radio Free George, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher uh, to stay up to date on the latest episodes. If you have questions, uh, email us at adnerdiumpod at gmail.com. Uh, Will and I are both found on Twitter and Facebook. You can check us out. We're tagged in most of the Adnerdium stuff, so find us there. And if you have any suggestions, do let us know. You can message us on Instagram, on Twitter, via our email. We'd be happy to take any episode suggestions you may have. As always, this is Patrick. And this is Will. Signing off. Live long and prosper. Water's not wet.